And we're live, Marius. So good afternoon, um, everyone. Um, welcome to this, the fourth episode in uh, Referent Remix, where we uh, talk to experts from around the world on some aspect of rhetoric. Um, and we've had in the past, we've had commentators from the US, from Saudi Arabia, from Pakistan, from the UK, from Denmark, from many, many different parts of the world, from Russia even. So, uh, and of course, China most recently. So it's a great pleasure today to uh, be with Marius Zagulski uh, from Poland. Um, Marius is uh, a great supporter of World Speech Day in Poland. And uh, so it's a particular pleasure to see him and have him here. And Marius is gonna talk to us today about uh, Polish rhetoric, rhetoric in Poland. And we'll give him a chance to, uh, to tell us about that and the tradition of rhetoric in Poland. And then we'll maybe come back with some questions. But uh, a great pleasure to see you. Thank you so much for contributing today, Marius. Thank you for, for the invitation. And, and I'm really glad to be here and to, to, to talk to you about rhetoric in, in Poland. Mm. So uh, uh, Polish rhetoric, I would say it's pretty much the rhetoric of ideas, of big words and great ideas that drive our imagination. And I think it goes back to the 16th century when Poland became a republic uh, with parliament, with uh, rule of law. So it was, uh, it was monarchy, but with no dynasty and kings were, uh, we say elected, but actually hired by parliament uh, from, uh, from Poland or from abroad. The first one was French, uh, Henri de Valois, who became later the king of France. We had a Hungarian king, some Swedish kings, some Saxons, some Polish as well. But it was republic, and it was called and labeled so, the republic. And people didn't use much the word Poland. They said rather the republic. And we have wonderful speeches from that time explaining this idea that it's not ethnicity, it's not religion, it's the republic that unites us, the idea of, of the republic. It survived uh, for over 200 years um, when eventually uh, Poland was divided uh, by Russia, Prussia and Austria uh, for over 100 years. And then they, they had 100 years. And then they had, we had another big idea uh, which drew our imagination, uh, which led us, and it was independence. Um, the independent independence regained uh, in 1918 after the First World War. Um, and we had the new republic called actually the independent. Uh, this independence was lost again in 1939. And after that, after the Second World War, uh, we had a communist regime imposed over us. And then we came up with another big idea, and it was solidarity. This great solidarity movement, this emblem, um, the word solidarity with 
a white red uh, flag over it so it looked like uh, so it was uh, a sign of a sign that gave us hope um, the, and also a metaphor and this is perhaps even more important it was a metaphor of all we felt at that time and all we missed at the time so we um, I think we are a nation that understands and can appreciate the power of big ideas of words and uh, and we can use it so that uh, when the leader of solidarity Lech Wałęsa was supposed to speak in US Congress in 1989 uh, people who wrote the speech came up with a brilliant idea that it should begin with a phrase we the people just like American Constitution and it opened this symbolic phrase opened a quite new perspective going back again to the 18th century to our great hero Tadeusz Kościuszko who was close friend to Thomas Jefferson and who fought uh, in defense of our constitution declared in 1791 just after American and before French one um, so it's it's all very symbolic and, and even this that uh, tomorrow we celebrate we will celebrate the constitution day the, the next anniversary of this act of the constitution of 1791 so we can we can understand symbolic and we can use it and we can even denounce it when necessary because uh, sometimes of course this big idea and big words are are uh, misused and in 1939 uh, on the 1st of September the very day when Germans invaded Poland um, Ignacy Jan Paderewski who was a great and super famous pianist just like Lang Lang no or even more but he was also a, a Polish Prime Minister for a while uh, he gave a speech on BBC on the word peace used by uh, by Hitler and, and he said Hitler loves peace he used it many times in many speeches on many occasions so why can we find a peaceful agreement perhaps because we give a different meaning to the same word <laughs> Hitler's peace mean, means uh, give up all your hopes, surrender to all my wishes, etc., etc. And this is something we cannot accept. And this is interesting because when we look at the Cold War, so the period after the Second World War, World War, this is pretty much a rhetorical conflict between two words, and one of them is peace, um, proposed by communists. Um, there was this Russian word mir, peace, um, ubiquitous, it was everywhere. And on the other hand, there was freedom. And just like in Patrick Henry's famous speech back in, again, in, back in, in 18th century, give me freedom or give me death, I'm not interested in peace, which is not present, even present. So, um, so this is 
somehow anticipated in um, uh, in this uh, Paderewski's uh, BBC uh, BBC speech in um, 1939. And when speaking of the uh, Second World War, I'd like to mention a British speech about Poland uh, from that period, uh, delivered in Commons on the 3rd of September 1939 by Arthur Greenwood, who was at that time a deputy leader of the Labour Party. And uh, he gave a speech ahead of September saying that for 54 hours, Poland has stood alone at the portals of civilization, defending us, defending all free nations, defending all that we stand for and all that we hold dear. And he says, "Our to her we say, to her we say, so, uh, uses personification, to her we say, our hearts are with you. And I think it's remarkable and it's ex exceptional, not only because it's a great speech about Poland, but this is also a uh, speech written in a way we tend to think and, uh, and, and to speak in an uh, allegorical, symbolic, um, and metaphorical uh, way. So, so that's why I decided to mention this as well. So it is um, Polish rhetoric, at least as I can see it, as, as, as I feel it, it, it should be understood. And that's a wonderful um, kind of overview, Marius. How do you think this sort of tradition and this sort of the great idea then now expresses itself in contemporary uh, Polish rhetoric? Yes, so we um, so we are looking for a new uh, for a new great idea certainly, and I think uh, you know we have a thirty years uh, period of constant growth and freedom and democracy behind us. And I think we want, we all want it to be uh, stable, to be constant, to be, um, to be, um, uh, to be, well, to, to continue. Um, and I, I think the word uh, and the idea which is with us still, and we want to be our flag word now, uh, it's probably the success, success. We want success. We want uh, to be stable, to be great country in the middle of Europe. And I think that this is this is what drives us now for, uh, well, um, uh, um, uh, uh, so we work hard to uh, achieve a success. So, so that, that, that's, I would describe Polish people, the Polish people now, uh, this way, uh, and, and 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 well, I'm convinced this is this is again the next big idea, big word that that it with it's is with us uh, with us now. And do you think there's a particular style of public speaking that uh, characterizes Polish uh, discussion and debate? 
um, in any way. I'm, I'm always interested in the different kind of styles that, and cultures in speech making, uh, because it's very often something that people lose and forget. Um, so I was just wondering if there's anything that you think is characteristic. Yes, I think it's um, it's always pretty emotional. Um, so it, it it appeals to emotions, it appeals to feelings, uh, and appreciates feelings. I think, uh, and well, um, uh, and, and well, it's 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 very much based on flag words. So we we always look for for words which are important and refer to them um, just to describe uh, just to describe. Um, what we want to 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 achieve and or convince people to, uh, I think it's uh, also very metaphorical. So we even right. in even in in uh, in everyday communication and even in business communication, we like using metaphors, um, which creates sometimes a, <clears throat> a problem that we are not so straightforward. Uh, we are very periphrastic. Uh, in in what we say, so so we we, we use metaphors, we use allegories. Uh, that that's that's probably characteristic uh, when it comes to style of Polish rhetoric. Right, right. And, and what about public attitudes towards rhetoric? Because I think one can sense that there are different attitudes in different nations. I I suspect that there is still a, a, you know, a kind of cultural belief in public speaking in, in for instance, in the United States. Uh, and some parts of Europe, there's a sort of cynicism, I think, that's, that's, that's grown up partly, I think, uh, as a result of, of the speeches of the Second World War. Do you, do you think that's still the case? Do you think that there's a public uh, cynicism towards public speaking or, or do, they, do they kind of get it? I think uh, people in Poland wanted to be sincere very much. So then um, it always not well seen, uh, well received when, for instance, when they, a speech is uh, read by someone, by speaker. So, it's a, right. so we, people rather expect it to be uh, people to talk uh, because um, Otherwise, they suspect it's not sincere. It's something that someone wrote, someone else uh, wrote for for the person, and so on, so on. So um, that that's probably characteristics. So um, uh, so we have there is no such a culture like in uh, United States, which is changing. I think now in United States very much. Of speech writing as a, uh, as a professional activity, which is obvious, which is obvious that uh, people use prompters or um, uh, read speeches written by someone else. And yeah, yeah. So, so, so that it, 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 it's not like this in Poland. So we we. Uh, I can I, we can see this this tendency that we, we expect uh, speakers to be sincere to 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 speak from from their heart from their mind um, 
even if it's not uh, perfect when it comes to style, when it comes to um, how the speak is uh, constructed, uh, even grammar, it's not so important uh, um, uh, as the sincerity of, of a speaker. So, so that, that, that's definitely very characteristic. Very interesting. So it's really that authenticity. Yes, authenticity is it's, it's a must, I would say, important. And the personality then that drives the speech. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 And who 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 are the sort of great exponents of um, public rhetoric now in Poland? Who who are the sort of people that stand out in public life as as uh, great speakers that we should be aware of and 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 aware of what they're saying? Well, I think um, well there are many talented people. Uh, um as well in in, in, in politics as, as well as in is in business so yeah. um uh, well um I, I don't want to 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 come up with uh, with any names but well uh, there are many uh, talented uh, right. successful and listened people uh who speak very well and even it's ever better. So, so, so uh, the, I think the quality is also improving. So the the style changes. Right. Uh, so in nineties we had uh, mostly great intellectuals yes. who um, elaborated uh, philosophical, existential, uh, sociological speeches. Um, now uh, everything tends to be more simple and appeal to, um, we say, normal people, to 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 average people, uh, yeah. uh, to be understood. Uh, we we look for for simple language, simple words, for big ideas. So that, that's 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 the that's the point now. And yeah. many many people are doing quite well on this. And geographically, Poland sits in the middle of Europe, as you say. Yes. What are the sort of main uh, influences in sort of cultural and then therefore rhetorical terms? Is is it is it a Russian influence or is it more of a of a, of a sort of European influence? I think definitely more European difference. And um, first of all, it is ancient and um latin influence this is this is this is still i would even say it's still more impo most important um so it in the times uh i spoke about at the beginning so the republic 16th 17th the 18th century so the 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 language of intellectuals was still latin um and they studied uh, Cicero, uh, ancient texts, and so on, so on, and influenced it influenced pretty pretty much uh, Polish rhetoric. So we uh, still continue to uh, cultivate this heritage. Um, I'm saying this also because I'm also a classicist. So uh, I'm a Latinist myself, and I can follow it. Uh, through the throughout the history, 
and can say that this is this is most important source of our um, way of thinking and way of speaking as well. Um, I wouldn't say, for instance, that uh, there is any. I cannot point out any Russian influence in rhetoric in Poland, or um, or even other one. Uh, I think we all look at uh, British-speaking uh, world, so Britain uh, and the US. It's something that that we that we uh, follow um, and admire, of course. Uh, I like very much watching the, the comments and and, and 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 so on. So, uh, so this yeah. is this is this is something we we, we follow. Uh, and we are influenced by certainly for sure um so the ancient one uh so right. of of classical rhetoric of cicero right. and the modern one of the english speaking world i think right. these are two main um, sources that influence our rhetoric now fascinating the, the classical influence um if I may, what, what are the sort of the, some of the great speeches of of Poland? You mentioned uh, um, uh, Lech Wałęsa and the, you know, this, the the great solidarity speeches. Are there other ones that that stand out? Because again, one of the things that fascinates me is is getting an inside track on the great speeches of other nations that we don't know about ourselves. Yes. So, um, of course, there are some. Some interesting speeches like this of Paderewski and this of, um, this of from the time before the Second World War, but for the world, uh, for international influence, I think the speaker who is worth mentioning now, uh, mentioning here is uh, of course uh, I think John Paul II, who was right, yeah, who was who was a, a, a great communicator. And well, it, he also used this um, rhetoric of ideas as well. So, so he uh, focused on some great, great ideas and words um, of um, the twentieth uh, century. So, um, words like um, freedom, um, human, or uh, a work. Uh, meant pretty much to him, and and I think there was a reason for it, because these were three movements, the great movements of of the 20th century, so liberalism and uh, humanism and and and, uh, and communism, and yeah. they they were based on, on these three ideas, and he wanted very much to deliver his own vision of these three. Uh, simply because he understood that uh, that was the demand, uh, that people, uh, that that was of concern of of the world, um, and 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 he wanted very much, and he tried very hard to deliver his own vision of these three ideas. Uh, so 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 he really used this um, this. Uh, um, uh, this this uh, rhetoric of, of of ideas, as I uh, continue to say it, um, yes. and he was also a great communicator, well prepared because as a young man he was an actor, 
right. uh, he uh, he graduated in, in Polish studies. So um, he he was he was a great speaker and really knew how to uh, write speeches and how to deliver them to the world. So 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 this is certainly a person worth mentioning here. Yes, it's fascinating that one comes back again and again to this idea that speeches do change the world, that yeah. uh, uh, they can have an enormous influence on uh, the way that ideas are spread, but also they can shape the way that people view the future yes. and the things that they hold important. Yes, that, that's true, that's true. Uh, and and this is a good example. To, I think I think he changed the world uh, somehow, uh, and made it well um, a bit better place. I think well so with with words, with words. Yeah. Everything starts with words. So you, yeah, um, good things and bad things, uh, everything, ideas and words are at the beginning. Then are uh, building cars inventions uh, other things constructed i met some one day i'm i'm, I'm travel a lot uh, through the country and then and, and going with going by bus i met uh, once a girl who told me that a polish girl who was an engineer in 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 uh, somewhere in the world uh, leading the team um designing jet engines um, it was a very interesting person, and he told me a bit about her work. And um, when she heard about that, the time uh, that I am a specialist in communication, so he uh, repeated again and again, uh, saying about her work that when I my people, when I speak to my people, so jet engine design also starts with words, starts with speaking to to people so to, so th this is uh, this is the best example i think to um uh, to confirm what what you what you just said thank you marius well thank you so much for um your wonderful contribution on poland and polish rhetoric today which uh is a, a, a lovely illumination and uh, as always opens our eyes to other traditions and other ways of, of approaching public speaking and uh, it's fascinating and thank you so much Marius for uh, your contribution and uh, it's a great pleasure to have been with you today. Thank you very much, pleasure was mine and, and, and uh, if I may use an, the opportunity to thank you very much for this great idea which is the World Speech Day and uh, I think I can say we we all look forward to, to celebrating it next year in on 15th of March uh, 2021. So thank you uh, for gathering us in this uh, lovely community of of World Speech Day participants and 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 um, well that that's wonderful. That's lovely and. Well, thank you once again. Thank you, Marius. Well, although World Speech Day 2020 was somewhat curtailed, World Speech Day 2021 will be, I'm sure, quite magnificent, and we'll look forward to your contribution. They definitely will. Thanks. Yes. I'm Marvellous. Thank you so much. Bye, Marius. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.